You are listening to Rediscover Your Brand Podcast. Brought to you by Art Version Interactive Agency. Welcome to the Rediscover Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Mike McCormick. And you know, for the past couple of weeks, you know, we decided to take that path down the internet way. And you know, we, we started out that way, we left it for a little bit, and then we came right back. And it's been pretty good. You know, we've been talking about a lot of different strategies that will help your company and your business grow and what you can do, you know, to get yourselves out there on more platforms that are useful for organizations that you might not have thought of in the past. And you know what? They weren't available until about, let's say, uh, you know, 10 years ago. The earliest being 10 years ago for most of them, especially with social media media and, uh, you know, things like Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Google+, those things weren't around when we really, you know, needed them before in the past, but they're around today. So why not utilize them? And that's why I covered a lot of those strategies. And we kind of moved on with that. And then, you know, for a while we focused, our main focus is straight on talking about the mobile web. And the mobile web is such an exciting topic and it's such a fun topic to talk about. We talked about all the different platforms, what you can utilize it, why it's important, why you got to, you know, just go out there and keep doing it. We talked about, you know, having those interactive brochures on the mobile web. And, you know, last week we kind of, you know, we talked about the Internet, but we didn't talk about the Internet. But it came through and we added a lot of mobile stuff in there. And, you know, all these advances are great and they're awesome and they're fun and they're exciting. And that's what I always um, wanted to talk about, wanted to come down to. And always just talk about those different things that were, you know, going on with the web and the mobile web. Now, today I want to continue that same Internet focus that we have been talking about now for a while. And that we have been going with and that we have been pushing forward with. But this one's focused mostly on your website. And this topic that I'm going to talk about today, it's one of the most extremely important topics that I will talk about. You know, it goes along with your whole internet being on, especially, you know, with different aspects of the mobile web. And it's fun and it's exciting. And it's going to be really cool to talk about. And today we're going to talk about open source platforms. Now, uh, when there's a ton of open source platforms out there, and I can talk about every advantage and disadvantage of each single platform, you know, and go on for hours, possibly days, because there's so many ones that are out there that are fun and useful and exciting, and the tools that are just built into these things that you can utilize. I mean, I could keep going and I could keep going, but honestly, that wouldn't be fun for anybody and it wouldn't be fun because I would take out all that adventure that you guys are always looking for. When you're looking for, you know, tools to utilize, that's why I always leave that door open and I want you guys to go out there and I want you to see for yourselves and how to utilize them and what to talk about. So I'm going to, you know, make it a little simpler today and I'm going to focus my intention just on open source platforms as a whole. You know, I may discuss some of the larger aspects of them and some larger things that, you know, you can utilize with the open source platforms, but I'm not going to go into full detail on, you know, talking strictly about WordPress or Drupal or Magento or, uh, you know, just all those. I'm just going to strictly, you know, kind of give you guys that open, you know, field of finding the one that best um, suits your needs, that best fits your website, the type of site that you're building. And like I've said before, and I'll say it again, and I'll keep on saying it, know your target audience. Because when you're building your website alone, and you're putting all your information out there, you're going to want to know what your target audience is looking for. And that 
knowing what they're looking for is going to help you, you know, create that awesome user um, interface, which is going to create the awesome user experience. But you got to have that back end, that that op- that platform on the back end, which is going to help you out a lot more in uh, the future when it comes to knowing exactly what your target audience wants. So knowing that applying that, you'll be able to find the best platform that's for you. So, you know, we're going to keep it pretty simple today. We're just going to, you know, kind of go over a couple aspects of them. Basically, I'm going to tell you what open source platforms are. I'm going to compare them to closed source platforms because that is the really big concept that's out there today is open source and closed source platforms, especially, you know, how to utilize them, what comes down to when it's with your host and when it's, uh, you know, what your host is going to choose for you or can you choose it yourself type of um, idea out there. So, you know, I'm going to compare the two, you know, I'm going to talk about a couple different benefits there are to open source platforms and then I'm going to, you know, really look into open source platforms into the future because, You know, the future is one of those things that, you know, if we would have judged 50 years ago what our future would be like today, we probably would not have seen, like, the advances in, you know, the mobile web and social media and, uh, you know, the different email platforms that are out there today. So it is one of those things kind of that, you know, looking in the long run, and I'll talk about why open source platforms are the best for, your, you know, your long run material, the long run stuff that you're going to need. So, you know, that's pretty much the stuff that we are going to cover today, and it's going to be fun, it's going to be exciting. So, uh, let's get the ball rolling, and let's get this thing started. So, let's talk about what are open source platforms. Basically, open source platforms are your backend, your website. And having them being open allows you to go in anytime you want, change anything you want on them. A lot of the times, you know, um, they provide a lot of plugins for your website so you can add multiple things without having to figure out the code for yourself or, you know, trying to hire somebody to write the code for you because those codes are already written and they're created as plugins for you. Um, Open source platforms, they're, you know, really usually pretty simple. I mean, they make them to the point where anybody in your organization, when need be, can, you know, log in under account that's created for them and go in and, you know, edit the content that's on your site, add new stuff, just, you know, have fun with changing different things on your website as your organization grows, as you advance with your company, you know, things do change, trends change. So you're going to want to have that ability to keep going in and doing that. And that's what open source platforms they offer for you. So really having the open source platform is basically the back end of your website. You know, the front end of your website is what the user sees, what the user does. And the front end, you know, you need a strong back end to have a strong front end. The front end covers the whole design aspect and uh, all this stuff. But the back end allows this, those, uh, you know, plugins, those links, and all the fun stuff on your website happen because the back end's there. So that's the really cool part about it is you get to have all these, you know, so fun little things. It's like, you know, you want to have a uh, certain... Um, like toolbars and certain things and you want them to move in a certain way well you know and you want your front end to be visible that way well your back end you'll be able to control how everything works that way from your back end through the design and 
that's the cool part about it. Um, you know, you have the front end, you have the back end, and controlling stuff on the back end will allow it to push forward to the front end, creating that, you know, one-of-a-kind, award-winning, first-class user experience that we're all looking for. And that's the most important aspect. So, you know, having in an open-source platform will allow you to do that. Now, to go on, I kind of want to compare them to closed-source platforms because, you know, closed-source is uh, kind of a thing that's out there. It will, it is a thing that's out there, and it's one of those things that you know a lot of people don't know that you can control so much having this open source um, platform, you know, such as WordPress and Drupal and uh, you know Drupal and Magento. All these, you know, they're fun, and a lot of people, you know, they don't see it like that. Um, I've got a couple of friends out there, and you know, here and there, I've been talking with them about all this stuff, and they thought that WordPress was only used for blogs, but it's not. It's used for everything. They they didn't know that a lot of these backends you could do that, especially the ones who own their small own have small businesses. They have smaller websites, and you know, they pay their host to also control everything. So they didn't know that they were able to change things and, you know, really change the design anytime they wanted to add and implement new stuff, you know, change how certain things on their small business with their e-commerce sites work and how they can view things. They didn't know because the closed source platform doesn't allow you to do that. And when it's closed source, you can't, you can add, but you really can't add. You can change, but you can't really change. It's all about how much the, uh, you know, controller of that close source platform is going to give you and when you think about that you know it's your website it's your organization it's your company to really what extent um do you want to take it do you want to pull so you're you know it's your business what extent are you going to go to allow somebody to control everything that you can have on there and that's why you know when you compare it to open source you know there isn't really much to compare one is closed and you know there's only you're you're pulling and taking you're giving and taking how much are you going to give them this month so they can let you do more and that's what it really comes down to with a closed source but with an open source it's like you know what? it's my website i own everything i control it i don't have to worry about Anything really happening, anything, you know, bad happening, you know, if it does happen, I could go in and change it. You know, I don't have to wake up one day and be like, something's trending, and I call up, you know, the controller, the host, because we're all going to have hosts, you know. Somebody's got to host the domain name for us to it for it to be out there but you want to pick a host that allows you to have that open source behind it, and that's the one aspect that it comes down to. And you got to really think about it because we, um, if you have that host who allows you to do whatever you want, whenever you want, your company is going to achieve more. If you have a host that, you know, they control every little aspect of what you do, when you wake up that one day and something's really trending and something is really hitting and you really got to push it out because it's going to, you know, it's the one, it's a small balancing factor. I'm not going to say it's a large because, you know, Large balancing, I don't want to put anybody in that position, but say it's a small balancing factor, and this small balancing factor can extend you further out than you ever existed in, you know, on one hand. But if you don't do it, it's not really going to do much, but you really want to do that. And you wake up in that closed uh, source platform when you call and you're trying to get through and you're trying to get it done, and they just won't budge. That's the one point where you really got to think, am I doing what I really want to be doing right now? Is is my organization pushing that? Because there's so many other aspects that can be pushing my organization. But, you know, there's this controller who's not. So when it comes down to it, you know, 
you if you have a closed source platform right now and it's you know really strict, you might really want to rethink your host. You might want to find a new host, and it's kind of hard when you've got everything already established when you're you're um, you know trying to advance your business all the time, but it's all established already, and you know you want to do more, but you got locked into a contract, and that's the other cool thing. Open source platforms don't ever lock you into a contract. There's nothing there. You know you don't like it today. You get up and leave tomorrow. You don't actually, you know, you don't like it today, get up and leave today because nobody's going to stop you. Or, you know what, um, you know, you could jump from one close, um, open source platform to another and it's no big deal. It's not like you're locked into anything and you can do as much as you want and you can ple- be as pleased as much as you want because there's nothing that's locking you in. Unlike a closed source platform where you're going to be locked in. You're going to be locked into every single second that is going to be there. Which these kind of, they lay over into the benefits. So let's go on and move on to the benefits right now really quickly. Um, the be- There's just so many benefits and I want you guys to go out and see them for yourselves. But really when it comes down to things that are trending, things that are new, things that are exciting. These are the benefits you really got to open your mind to in that open source platforms will you allow you to and especially the cool thing is is these sites a lot of them the, you know the back end areas of sites the the platforms that you're going to be using if you utilize them on an open source they're updating constantly and the plugins are always changing they always know it's going to be trending they're always going to know what people want and they're doing that they're providing what people are looking for and they're giving you the plugins so you don't have to go out and write the code but on the other hand there's a couple open source platforms out there that do you know you do have to write the code for but if you're working on like WordPress or Joomla or Drupal you're gonna you know be you're gonna have those plugins already built in for you because they're already thinking about it because they are the bigger picture and they want you guys to have everything there is but on the other hand say you know you got an in-house coder you know you got a guy who can code and you can make it unique one of a kind nobody else has seen it on any other website that is another thing that other open source platforms will, will allow you to do any open source platform will allow you to do it's going in write that code to have it visual and be like completely awesome to everything you're looking for and that's really cool that you can do that and that's a, a, a huge benefit right there and the, the second be- like major benefit is that you can control it and you own everything you control everything and that is that is huge you know I've said it before a couple times already in this podcast and I'll say it again but the fact of the matter is that you control everything that you do how exciting is that you know, you don't have to worry about any contract fees. You don't have to worry about anything going wrong. And on the other hand, you also, when it comes down to the design, you can, you know, you can have your own design in-house or you can go out to an agency. And if there's something you don't like, you can redesign it, which is also cool. Creating that bigger user interface, that better first-class award-winning user experience that we all want. We all want our companies to have that on our websites you know, in everything that we do. So that's so exciting that you can do that. And even in the mobile world, you can control, you know, how you create your applications, how you create your mobile websites, how you create your responsive site. You know, especially, you know, a lot of these pretty much open source will allow all of them. You know, all the open source backends will allow for responsive web design. How exciting is that? You know, and that's really awesome that you can have that, especially since responsive web design is going to be the next greatest web design platform that's out there. It's going to 
be that pushing factor that everyone's going to need. And, you know, but it's going to be a little battle getting there, but it is. And having, you know, platforms that support that is going to be really exciting to, you know, work with and use. And But you get to control everything coming down to that. And I'll say it again, you can control everything. The second your target audience, you know, decides that they're looking for something a little different, you can jump on that without even thinking. You don't even have to think about it. You can just give them what they're asking for. And that's the cool thing about it is knowing your target audience, know what they're looking for is what I've said so many times in the past. But when it comes to an open source platform, it really gets applied to it. So that's the one cool thing. And, you know, there's a lot, ton of tools to them and you can do so many different things. And you can strictly edit whenever you want. You can have a blog or a podcast like we do at Art Version and you can write on it as much as you want. You could talk on them as much as you want. You don't have to worry about different things and trying to add them. They'll allow you to add links whenever they want you to. You can add different, you know, scrolls at the top. You can add, you know, oh, different media content. You can add multiple pages. You could go back and take pages out. And you can have it is so much fun with it, and those are a ton of the benefits right there. And when it really comes down to it, a lot of the benefits are just endless that you you know you can grasp, and it, they're cost effective. This is also one of the biggest things that I like to tell people is that these open source platforms, a lot of them are they're out there and they're free. You don't have to pay a single dime to be using them. You know, sometimes they'll charge you for upgrades on plugins. You know, they'll give you a plugin for a dollar. But really, what's a dollar in today's age for a plugin that's going to change your whole user experience and it's going to make everything 100 times better? So that $1 is going to bring in a 1,000 times as much, you know, even 100,000 times if, you, if you're a larger organization and you know what you're doing. So, I mean, they may charge you for the plugins because you don't have to write the code. But on the other hand, if you don't want to pay that, you know, $1 that they charge, a lot of them charge like a dollar some, you know, can be as much as 10 But usually they'll... They're on the cheaper end. But if you don't want to pay that, you can write the code yourself. So what it comes down to is you're, it's really cost-effective because you're not locked into a contract that doesn't allow you to do anything. And that's what you really got to think about is you could be stuck in a contract today with your closed source pa- um, platform, and you're kind of stuck. You're locked in. You can't do anything, and you're paying every single month for this back end that you really aren't able to use. Or you can control your own website, you can have an open source platform, and, you know, when you need certain plugins, they might charge you here and there for them, but they're, they're minimal charge. But besides that, you're only paying for that specific plugin at that time. Once it's bought, it's bought. It's yours. It's not anybody else's, it's yours. So that's what it comes down to. You're not paying to use the back end of your own website. And why should you? When it comes down to it, why really should you, you know, have these extensive contracts, these extensive fees, you know, you went over this, you went over that, and, you know, you don't need those extensive contracts or extensive fees anymore. So you, having those, that is just probably the highest end benefit you can go. So the, they're pretty exciting, but I'm going to leave the store open with benefits because there's so many more out there, and I want everybody who's listening to just go out, you know, adventure them and find out what you need and what's best i mean it comes down to whatever your type of website is if it's e-commerce you might want to try one if it's a blog site you might want to try another you want to see really which ones provide the best you know 
back end for you would have some pretty cool plugins they all have really cool plugins but you know you'll just check them out see what plugins will really excite you and what's great for your organization what's good for your target audience because knowing your target audience is always the most important thing when you're talking about the web because they're the ones who are going through your experience that you're presenting for them so you know always just checking those out but to move on from those benefits because I really want you guys to adventure and I really want you guys to learn them for yourselves. That's why the door is open. And, you know, I kind of gave you a brief look into what, you know, the larger benefits are. But there's so many smaller ones that you really have to go adventure out and see. I mean, the smaller ones, they create more of a larger benefit in the end run than some of these larger benefits that are out there that I went over. So, really, you got to look. You know, the smaller ones always add up. But to move on... Let's talk about, you know, your website in the future. Let's, you know, go on and let's see about what, where do you see your website in the future? That's one, you know, topic that a lot of people see. Where do you see your organization? Where do you see the internet going and where do you see your website? You know, as technology grows and as we grow with it because we have to grow with it. And if you don't grow with it, you know, you should start growing, you should start adapting more towards it and I know sometimes you know being an early adapter is not the best but being a late adapter isn't going to be any good either you got to be you know on the ball and you got to learn about it you got to go out and educate yourself and you got to find out what is out there and what is going to be needed and that's why we're here we're here to always educate you guys so you guys can find out what the best is and when it comes into the future um you know you it's it's so hard to tell these days like I said 50 years ago, nobody would ever think that social networking was going to be the largest thing, that the mobile web was going to overcome PCs, let alone that people would have PCs in their houses. So, you know, when it comes down to it, when we look at all these aspects and these look at all these different things, this is where we really got to, you know, get down, get deep, and we got to, you know, talk about these aspects because we don't think about them as much as, we thought we would, you know, 50 years ago, even 20 years ago, you know, 10 years ago, things started getting implemented. But, you know, 10 years ago, nobody thought that the mobile internet would take over PCs and that it would be this largest thing that it is becoming today. So when it comes to the future, it's one of those aspects that we really don't know what it's going to be and where it's going to push because you never know what's going to happen. I mean, you, you'd be sitting in your chair, you know, saying like five years, you'll be sitting in a chair, you'll click a button and boom, you'll be in your office, from your home to your office. How awesome would that be? That would be pretty cool. But when it comes down to open source platforms and closed source platforms, open source is probably the best for the future because it allows for that futuristic long view look that you can see and it allows you to adapt to it. If you have a closed source platform, and I've said this a ton of times, you'll be locked into that one contract. You'll be locked into certain things you can do and certain things you can't do. And like I said before, you know, when certain things just, you know, they become the big thing, then they're trending out there. They're that trend and you want to grasp it and it doesn't allow for you and your contract to do that. That is where you know you really want to be saying, well, maybe I should have gone down a different route. But if you go down that different route and you have an open source platform, an open source back end, and you're working with them, they're going to allow you to adapt to it. And all these people who are building these back ends that are open source are adapting as they grow. So in the long run, you got to think about what's going to be the best for your business. What's going to allow you to adapt? What's going to allow you to push forward? And that's the uh, open source platform way of doing it. And, you know, that's why I said we never know what's going to happen in the future. But we have to pick the best option that is out there 
for our organizations, for what we are doing. And, you know, I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm not here to tell you guys what to do or what not to do. But I am going to say that open source platforms are better than closed source platforms when you're talking about the future. Open source platforms are the way to go when you're thinking about the future because they allow you to adapt. They allow you to grow. They allow you to figure out what you're going to do next and what you're going to, you know, do in a year, what you're going to do in two years, even what you're going to do tomorrow, a week or in a month, you know. The short-term future comes faster than the long-term future. But having these ideas set in motion, having, you know, the things that you can do, and, you know, not having to worry about where you're going to stand and where your business is going to stand and where what contract is going on with your web host or whatnot, you know, just that's what the one thing the open-source platform backends allow you to do. And then they allow you to change your front end whenever you want to which is also better for the future because we do grow. You know, if I was doing this podcast two years ago, I would probably never have said anything about Responsive because Responsive is still kind of in a new platform, but two years ago is, like, not even heard of. I mean, if this was a year and a half, I might have mentioned it briefly, but this is today. This is November of 2012, so Responsive is big, and it open source platforms allow for Responsive a lot different even if you're going back to like 2003 the way websites were designed and the way they are today are completely different i mean when we talk about websites and how the they are designed and everything um closed source platforms they don't allow you to and that's why you see a lot of these companies who have their websites out there who haven't changed in almost a decade who haven't changed in over years because they're locked into contracts and they can't but, you know, the design aspects and how you can build things and, you know, how HTML5 wasn't even around five years ago is, you know, presenting and pushing more into the future in allowing websites to be even, you know, faster, stronger, appear on an array of web-capable web devices. But a lot of those websites who are out there who are doing that, they all control the back end that they're utilizing, that they're moving. So why not, you know, have that? And you got to think about that. And it's one of those things that, you know, with the future and everything, it's hard to think about. But why not just go with a platform, you know, that allows you to adapt, allows you to grow, and that you could be happy with. But even if you keep an open source on your website and everything's open source, you can go from, if you don't like your open source platform, you could jump to another open source platform that may be better and advancing more rapidly for the future so you really got to think about your options and think about what you're doing when it comes down to that i mean open source platforms are really exciting and they're really fun but the most thing i want you guys to get out of this is that you're not locked into any contract they're very cost effective they allow you to adapt allow you to grow they allow you to do anything you want and most of all they allow you to own Everything that you put on your own web, uh, website, they allow you to own your site in general, which is exciting that they allow you to own everything that you do. So that's why open source platforms are as cool as they are. Well, guys, that's it for episode 42 of the Rediscover Your Brand podcast. I'm your host, Mike McCormick, and this has been brought to you by ArtVersion Interactive Agency. You may contact us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Art version on Twitter at twitter.com slash art version or just on artversion.com. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to the Rediscover Your Brand podcast, made possible thanks to support from Art Version Interactive Agency.